Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill, and these are sort of my journals out loud. And we're going to start with a deep breath in through the nose, exhale. You can exhale through the mouth or the nose, but super important to get that full deep breath through the nose. And with that, uh, we're going to say welcome to the brand new year. And I hope you all had lovely holidays. Uh, I wanted to check in with you. I'm glad I waited till today because I just thought of a better way and a shorter way to explain what I wanted to really cover today. And so uh, if you're new, uh, I've been focusing on what I call wired for danger, meaning uh, it's a nervous system response. I think we all have a default into our prime nervous system response of fight, flight, freeze. And why I think that's important is I think it's how we guide our life, why we make the decisions that we make. And even more important, and what really got me started, is I think it's the greatest impactor on terms of how we heal, manage, and cope You know, with things like stress and trauma and loss and danger itself, which is in wild abundance, uh, I think, coming on to our future here. And so that's basically what we're doing here. And one of the primary tools that I believe in absolutely is the process of journaling. And journaling is many, many things. And I'm going to talk a little bit about one of the things I think it's most effective for as an example of what you saw in the title. And that really is the purging of what we don't want, the letting go of what we do want. And why I wanted to separate those two things as the dogs are in motion here is uh, when I was listening to the last podcast that I did, and I don't normally go back and listen to my podcast, but for whatever reason, I forget what the thought at the time was, that uh, I noticed a pattern and it's not just a pattern in me, it's a pattern in a lot of people and a lot of experiences is that all the good stuff was at the very end and the best stuff was the last part. And, you know, if if you know anything about uh, how we analyze audio, video, things like that, retention and how long people stay with anything, almost nobody stays until the end of anything. It's a tiny, tiny fraction of people who you know, read a book to completion, watch a video or TV show or film to completion, or, you know, are paying attention, even if it's on or listen, you know, completely. And so I was thinking, boy, it's such a bummer that I can't seem to get the good parts up front. And what occurred to me is that the front half is really kind of the purge process. And you know, you've heard me use that word before, and I've made videos where, you know, I'm throwing things out and burning them. And, uh, you know, I picked up on that word purge just as, you know, a word, but I've kind of kept with it. And what I wanted to present today was this idea of understanding the difference within our physical, mental, emotional self, because I, I... I didn't meet somebody new. I had a short conversation with somebody and I went back and uh, was trying to have an interaction. And, you know, I noticed he wasn't responding to anything I was saying. He was making comments that didn't have anything to do with topic. And, And I'm like, why can't people communicate anymore? And, you know, I have another friend where if I let her go, she will just vomit crap on me for two hours before we get to any kind of normal, real conversation. And 
there just seems to be this deep need to vent, which is, you know, a nicer word than purge. But, you know, we think of women just needing to vent, but I think everybody needs to vent because there's so much unwanted happening. It's overwhelming. I heard uh, someone speaking to this idea of, I don't even understand it. It's just one more thing that the, the systems are doing. They're taking our land away from us and making it available to foreign entities to, to mine rights and remove it from American hands and control. And I'm like, there's so many things happening all at once. It's like whack-a-mole. You cannot pay attention to everything. And, you know, the response was call your Congress people. And I thought, you know, even though I don't respect most of them, because they don't do anything, they just hold hearings, talk about it, and then it dies. But how could you even stay on top of anything with thousands and thousands of pages of every bill that gets passed with no idea what's in it. I mean, there's just no way to know what to focus on. And, you know, we're in this data dump of so many ideas and so many information. And I was, you know, I've been trying to purge out all the things I can't do. And then, you know, I what I've acknowledged is there's a sadness and a letting go process because a lot of the stuff that I'm trying to let go of is I want to do, I want to have, I want to keep, I want part of my life. And two very different energies. But what the power of the purge process is, is that uh, I think that there's a lot of public purging of our overwhelm that needs to be private. And to me, that's the power of the journaling process, is that we don't need to vent and dump all of our stuff, which is very legitimate and very real, all of our unwanted within ourselves. Nobody wants what's going on in the world right now, except for the people orchestrating it, you know, and, and we don't want it. And it's an overwhelming don't want. And how do you, what do you do with that? And that was, you know, what I was referencing last uh, podcast was, you know, how do I shift from heads and hands, you know, where I'm screaming and I'm aggravated and I'm trying to do more, do more, do more. And that's clearly never going to happen. So how do I shift? And that was, uh, you know, what I'm focusing on right now is heart, you know, breath, heart, feet, breathing in, passing it through the heart and letting it push down into the ground through my feet. And that's both processes. That's a purge process. It's a biological uh, electric process of purging out the positive ions to making room for the negative ions so that we feel better. You know, our body is in better uh, condition to manage all the wanted and the unwanted. Uh, and if we don't do it, those positive ions build up, ions build up. And it's like a, uh, electricity. If you don't ground the electricity out, the circuits overload. And I, that's what's going on, right? Most people are having uh, circuit overload or they're just checking out or they're, you know, deeper into the addictions or they're trying to pedal faster and do more. And clearly that's, you know, never going to work. And so how do we purge out the unwanted and the biological, physiological simplest process is to breathe, clean out all that old air in our lungs down at the bottom, uh, you know, move it through our heart, which is a, a huge electromagnetic field and communication processing center, uh, and then visualizing it 
through our feet and hopefully at some point during each day coming into contact with the earth itself. You know, you can ground by petting your dogs and cats. And I think that's okay at a little bit level, but I don't think, you know, we should use them for our big dumps. Uh, There was a study with the dogs of 9-11 and, you know, they would let people pet them for like two hours and then the dogs would sleep for 22 hours, you know, just trying to discharge out all that negative energy that was coming into them. It was overwhelming the dog. So they had to limit, you know, the amount of exposure. So uh, animals are part of that discharging those or those positive ions out, but we don't want to use them for that exclusively. The earth is much more equipped to manage our vomit and our diarrhea and our toxic chemicals. Is uh, It's a place of silence. I, I don't remember which culture it was. I just lost it. It was some story I was listening to. Uh, oh, it was Mongolia, where the women did not cry in front of the family. That was the one, it was about bodily fluids of all things and all the ways, you know, mothers interacted with their families except their tears and their tears would be left for the earth and they would leave the family. They would go out into nature somewhere and they would lay on the ground and they would cry and that's where they would take their tears. And You know, we're all big into showing your emotions and all that kind of thing, but it's so overwhelming right now. It's one thing when everybody else is okay and you're having a bad day. It's a whole nother thing right now where like everybody's having a bad day. Uh, And I have to say that, and in fact, I hardly talk to her because she just vomits her crap all over me, which is exactly what it feels like. And she's not telling me anything about her or from her heart. She's reporting the news to me. And I'm like, I know all this stuff. Why do you keep telling me this? And it's not logic. It's a venting. It's a purging. It's all that idea and information and data that's overwhelming us with so many any bad things happening unwanted. How do we purge? And so to me, that's the real value of the journaling process. I uh, picked up a book at the library. I don't know if any of you remember uh, Julie Cameron. She's still writing books. I wasn't excited about the book. I think it's called The Sound of Paper. It looked pretty. It was a dollar. And it was the only, there's only like a few books that were available. And I caught one line and that really captured uh, my attention because if you were familiar with her, she started what's called the uh, morning pages. She's an artist and she works with people to develop their creative process. And every morning she recommends three morning pages. Don't think, just write. And after that process, other things start to emerge. The, the real creative process emerges. And she goes, I was, you know, she had made the comment, I'm not going to write any more books. And she found her morning pages were becoming, you know, 10, 15, 20 pages. And she's like, it's time for me to write a new book. And I just had this click about, oh my God, that's what I do. I'm Instead of putting all of my energy into purging and then creativity and process, uh, you know, I it's collected in my journal instead of doing something with it. Now I'm still struggling what to do with it, but it was such an eyeball moment. I think the appropriate term is uh, not eyeball, aha moment. It's early. What can I say? It was an aha moment. Like that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm I believe intensely in the journaling process, but. 
Uh, but there's different things going on. And one of the things that I use it for is purge all the stuff that you should never say to another living human being. And it only works if nobody can ever read your material, because if anybody's going to see it, you immediately shut down and start editing. And that defeats its purpose. So uh, I wanted to just, just talk about purge as a process and how in this moment of time, I can't think of anything more important for us to get the unwanted out literally, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and really see it as separate from the letting go process. Because the other thing that's, I think, very real for many of us, especially, you know, in the second half of life, or, you know, pretty much anything after that moment where you realize, you know, the future is very uncertain and who knows what's coming down the pike. Uh, but letting go to me, if we can reframe it into these two separate processes, is really wanted. I mean, that's the grief. That's the loss. We're letting go of something that we want. We want the America of the past, or we at least want some degree of safety and certainty. Uh, you know, we want the level of health and energy we had at one time. Uh, the loss of a loved one. You know, we want that person or that animal or that experience or that thing back Letting go is a longer, slower process because we want something and now there's a hole. So purge is getting rid of all the clutter and the crap within that is cluttering us up. Where letting go is really there's a hole there. There's a loss. There's an emptiness and it's only by allowing ourselves to feel it and to process that sadness that what something new can come in to take its place or we can make peace with it. You know, I think part of aging is you're letting go because there isn't any more room, that there's less energy in the day. So you don't need to let go emotionally for something new, you need to let go of maybe a piece of yourself that there's no more energy or time or uh, physical ability to continue with. There's less, less time, letting go. So if we can kind of divide these two ideas where purge is the clutter, the mess, the unwanted, and if we don't get rid of it, there's no space for that creativity or relief uh, purge. Unwanted is pressure, pressure. I don't want this. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to do this. Purge, getting rid of what we don't want versus the letting go, uh, which is really the emotional processing of loss, of, of something wanted no longer with us. And uh, that takes longer and it's harder. And it too is, you know, I think best facilitated by the journaling process. But, uh, you know, I think we need to be careful with each other that we're not vomiting our crap all over everybody else. And we can't connect because we're not able to get to the good stuff. You know, when I can talk to my friend and I can get her out of the vomit place, then we have really good conversations. It's like two people having a normal conversation. But and as long as she's in that, I mean, I've literally had to just hang up on her. 
thank God she has a thick skin. I'm screaming, oh, I can't talk to you. And I just hang up on her. And I've never been able to do that with anybody, but I can't take it. Like I have no room in my energy field to have somebody vomit all their crap on me. And I think I'm not alone. Uh, you know, I think a lot of us are isolating from people because people aren't purging because we're overwhelmed in this whack-a-mole world where there's so much unwanted happening, we have to find a way to get it out. And to me, that's the value of the journaling process is it needs to be named and it needs to be out, gone. And, you know, it isn't simple. I was thinking about, you know, the biggest issue, right, if we could pick one thing, right, is to purge the invasion force from our country and reestablish borders and the loss and the letting go that we're never going to have that America again. We're never going to be able to go back and undo uh, what's happening. So sometimes we can't purge. Uh, and I think we need to be very clear about the ramifications of that in a personal way before we allow that whatever to come in to come in. You can't undo certain things. Uh, you know, ideas we can purge out, but the actions those ideas created, maybe not. And so I'm trying to keep these short, right, less than 20 minutes so you can actually retain the idea that I was speaking to because this is really important as we move forward into lots and lots of I don't want, you know, in the coming years and how that takes up a lot of energy. And it's increasing our inability to connect with each other because if we don't get rid of all that uncomfortable energy within ourselves, I mean, there might be some connection around bitching and moaning, but you get tired of that. You know, I don't want to be around people complaining all the time. You know, I don't want to be around people who are in la-la land who won't acknowledge it, right? I want people who will interact with me in a human way where it's a two-sided conversation and letting go is a conversation, processing the loss. That's a two-way conversation, uh, you know, you can acknowledge each other, but the purge process, I think, really needs to be done on your own. And talking about it just isn't nearly as effective as writing about it. But if that's what you've got and that's what you can do, uh, I highly encourage us to really sort those two things out and get real about it. You know, we have to purge excess energy when we're young. Uh, when we're old, we have to let go of the fact that we don't have enough energy. There's two different processes here, but the core concept and the core idea I want to leave you with is uh, think of purging as the unwanted. It's the clutter. It's the mess. It's too much. It's making space either for relief or room for what is next or what is new or what is more wanted. And then there's letting go. And, you know, we'll talk more about that later. I just wanted to differentiate these two things. You know, letting go is the space of whatever was wanted is gone. So it's a hole that needs to be filled or healed. Purge is a, uh, it's too much in, for the space. There's not enough room for the space it's in. Like your head's going to explode, right? Your, 
you're just overwhelmed with I don't want versus the letting go is there's not enough of what you do want. You want that back. You want that process, that emotion, that feeling, that experience, that person. Uh, And there's a grieving part that comes with letting go. Purge, you know, get the F out. Just burn it up. Get rid of it. I don't want to look at it anymore. But without the purge process, if we don't get rid of the uh, you know, positive ions, we short circuit and we overload, we become sick, we become mentally ill, we become tired, we be drown in our clutter, whatever it is. In this moment, I just want you to think about those two things. Purge is getting rid of the unwanted. And I think is better done alone without dumping crap on everybody else. And letting go is the space and the loss of what you did want, of the wanted, or having to make space by letting go of a home or letting go of a loved one or letting go of a lifestyle. And that's an emotional process, which is very different. So uh, as we start off this new year, right, lots of revelations coming out about things that we don't want, purging out the anger and the frustration of all this horror show of data that's coming at us about all the things that have been happening on our watch versus, you know, the the loss and the grief about how did we allow this to happen? How do I make peace with the fact that, you know, my country or my leaders or my whatever allowed these things to happen and, you know, create the situation that we're in? Because we are here, wanted or unwanted, but Now is the time to really conserve our energy and get rid of unwanted. Uh, And I think the most two most powerful things you can do is purge by journaling all the ideas, all the things that you should never say in public, much less put online. Get it out. Take a moment, right? Breathe in through your nose, through your heart, and out through your feet. Get your feet on the ground somewhere, your hands, your butt, whatever. Do that at least once a day. And acknowledge that this is a time of a lot of letting go. And that is not going to resolve itself in just a moment. So welcome to 2024 and embracing the power of our purge. Uh, I wanted to just quickly reference the photo. You know, these dogs are so cute some of the time. It's just amazing how cute they are together when they do these little things, but it's almost impossible to get pictures of them. Uh, And this was, uh, they were sitting next to me inside the the truck cab, and I was uh, trying to silently move the camera over so I could get a picture of them because they'll be doing the cutest little thing. And then if I make any movement whatsoever, you know, they jump up and they're alert and they're just the cutest when they're sleeping and they're no longer, you know, pushing at me Uh, or, but nine times or 99 times out of a hundred, they're in some place where I don't have a camera. Uh, But I, you know, to me, they're a calming thing when I can see those pictures. They're a reminder that, uh, you know, that there's innocence in the world, there's good in the world. Uh, it's important to, to vent out the crappy stuff so that you can make room for the cute, warm, cuddly stuff. And, uh, you know, they're, they need their energy purged every morning. 
<laughs> every day, all day. Uh, but after the purge, that's what I get, which is beautiful, cute little doggy pictures. So with that, I hope you have a super fabulous weekend. Deep breath, my friends, and I will see you next time.